0: Welcome to today's edition of Bible News Radio. I am glad that you're here. We are having issues with our Periscope feed for some reason. So we are here on Facebook and I don't know about YouTube if we're there or not, but we are? Okay, good. So I want to thank you guys for joining us and just so you know because we're on Facebook, uh, it will take longer for us to be able to read your comments because Facebook makes it difficult to see live interaction because of how they do things. But do me a favor do me a favor and share this out because <laughs> the only way people are going to see it is if you do share it out, just so you know. All right, And today, as you guys know, is the, the 17th anniversary of the Islamic Muslim Jihadist terrorist attacks on America because they follow an ungodly, wicked theology that says that they have to die for their false god, Allah, and kill Christians and people who they hate. Just so you know. Um, so, to, so I'm going to read you something that I already read over on Periscope very early this morning, and then I'm also going to raise the question, is your free speech offensive? And because the reason the reason why I'm raising this is because I have a lot of judgmental people in my life. You know? I mean, people who are friends of mine call me judgmental and yet they are just as judgmental, if not more so, than I am. And so the question is, what's the big deal? I mean, seriously, is it, are we so politically correct that we can't even... This, this thing's got, like, stuck <laughs> Are we so politically incorrect that we can't even have our own opinion because everybody gets offended? Well, too bad. Build a bridge, get over it. That's my attitude. Especially on a day like today. Because you know what? You know what really gets me? On a day like today, the liberal, fascist, homosexual, loving, promoting media who loves Islam and death... Uh, they are doing everything that they can to make sure that people who have right minds uh, can't say what they want they're they're actually blaming people for things that they didn't do it's it's a great tactic of the left and Marxist communist socialists so you might be asking am I trying to get Bible news radio banned from Facebook <laughs> No, not not necessarily, but I, I am, you know, okay, wait, there I am. I am sick and tired of people being hypocrites. That's one thing I am. Um, I am definitely sick and tired of that. Okay, I see Kim over there. So there's Kim. Hi, Kim. Nice to see you. Uh, you know, I am. I'm sick and tired of people being hypocrites. It drives me crazy, you know. And a hypocrite is somebody who says one thing and then they do the exact opposite. They get out there, they preach this, but then they go and do that. And it's like, really? You know, whatever happened to be incongruent with your behavior and your thoughts and your actions? You know, I know, and a perfect example of that is people who will talk about something very serious and laugh during it, right? And we all do that. I mean, it's part of a defense, and some of us have to, you know, have learned to overcome that because of, uh, Trauma and disassociation when we were younger, but the political discourse in this country is asinine, right? And it seems like the only people that have a right to speak their mind are the liberals. And you know what? I'm I build a bridge and get over it. You know, as a as a Christian, I have a right to my opinion, and as a conservative, I have a right to my opinion, especially as an American, where I have free speech. And, you know, there, there's people that walk around and go, well, if, you know, well, you can't have, that's offensive. Really now? Really? It's offensive. What, so free speech for thee, but not free speech for me? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Because I will tell you that this is BS, That that <clears throat> if you get offended because of something I said, shut me off. Don't listen to me. Click the X. Go away. I'm, you're not, I'm not, I'm not forcing you to listen to me. That's the thing that drives me nuts. It's like, well, I, you know, if you don't like what I have to say, don't listen. On the other hand, if you like what I have to say, feel free to share it out. You know, I mean, it's that simple. It, it, you know, it's like people don't have a, you know, uh, a sense of their own hypocrisy and the log in their own eye. And trust me, sitting behind a microphone for 15 years almost and listening to the the BS I get from a lot of Christians on this topic, I'm no stranger to people flinging, you know, their, the, the outrageous criticism towards me. But, but I guarantee you that most of you couldn't take the heat that I have in the 15 years I've done this. Most of you would have withered <laughs> under the, the pressure of the hate that not only comes from those who oppose, but those in the church. In fact, I honestly cannot believe the hate that I receive from people purporting to be Christians. That's the thing that blows me away more than anything. It's like, oh my gosh, you're full of Jesus and the Holy Spirit? Oh, I would never know it. Oh wait, your judgment. Yes, so you're so judgmental. It's like, give me a break. So on a day like today where, you know, the media is pretending to care about what happened, you know, <clears throat> I just want to read you something that I read earlier. Hey, Jeremy. And that is, this. I got an email from uh, Richard Thompson, who is the president of the Thomas More Law Center, which is, a, uh, which is a, a place that actually protects religious freedom and freedom of speech, especially for conservatives and Christians who are maligned and attacked constantly. And I went ahead. I read this earlier over on Periscope for some reason we're having some problems with the software and I don't know what it is, but it's all right Bearface tried. Yeah, he did. Give a shout out to Bearface for trying. Technology is his enemy woo-hoo, woo-hoo, <laughs> woo-hoo. Poor Bearface. Uh, anyway, so here's the thing though um. So I want to read this again, just for you guys on Facebook. And I don't know if I'm having some problems here, but anyway, uh, I'm going to read this again for for people on Facebook. This is really irritating me. Take that off. Take that there. Take that. I swear this is really (laughs) getting on my nerves. It's like I don't like it's all staticky. Does it sound staticky to you guys?
1: Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Maybe
0: weren't we going to buy a new mixer at some point? Oh, wait, there it goes. That sounds way Uh, better. I guess I just had to lift up the mixer and drop it. Okay, that's slightly better. Okay. Anyway, let me read this. So uh, Richard Thompson writes, Today is the 17th anniversary of September 11, 2001. Muslim terrorist attacks on the New York World Trade Center towers, the Pentagon, and Flight 93, which resulted in the death of almost 3,000 innocent Americans. We also remember the first responders who, so selflessly and with no hesitation, answered the call to rescue those who were trapped, many of whom lost their own lives in the collapsing towers. For 17 years, the evil of Islam has existed within our borders. Islam has infiltrated every aspect of our society, including our schools and universities, both political parties, Hollywood, mainstream media, cultural elite, and major corporations. So how effective has America's response been in 17 years? 17 years later, world leaders still call Islam a religion of peace, including former Presidents Obama, Bush, Clinton, and Pope Francis. 17 years later, Muslims are within America's borders training children to carry out school shootings. 17 years later, American public schools are now teaching our children to recite the Shahada, The Islamic conversion creed, there is no god except Allah, and Prophet Muhammad is his messenger. Seventeen years later, victims of the 9-11 attack are still dying from the poisonous dust from ground zero. Seventeen years later, the Muslim Brotherhood, which vows to destroy America from within, continues to operate within our borders. Seventeen years later, CARE, which is the Council on American-Islamic Relations, which vows to make the Koran the highest authority in America, and was listed as an unindicted co-conspirator in a terrorism trial, still exists and routinely appears in national TV spewing Islamic propaganda. Just so you know, and also the, the CARE, the Council on American-Islamic Relations, they also give out an altered version of the Quran to anybody who wants it for free, and I know this because I got one from them. Seventeen years later, Muslims are still persecuting and slaughtering thousands of Christians, innocent Christians, throughout the world. Seventeen years later, our armed forces are still fighting in Afghanistan, the longest war in America's history with no end in sight. 17 years later, American soldiers are still dying in faraway places, defending Islam and Sharia law. 17 years later, Turkey hates our guts, formed an alliance with Russia and Iran, seeks to reinstitute the Ottoman Empire. 17 years later, Islamic activity in America is stronger, not weaker, 17 years later, we continue to bring Muslim refugees that do not want to assimilate into our country at taxpayer expense. And consider this. In the last 17 years, the U.S. government has spent more than $7.6 trillion on defense and homeland security since the 9-11 attacks. Islam has fought a war a religious war against Christianity for over 1,400 years, and those wars will continue as long as Islam's goal remains Islamic domination of the world. So that was Richard Thompson, who is the president and chief counsel of uh, the Thomas More Law Center. That's what he sent out in an email this morning, which I have to tell you was super great. One of the best emails that I got because he speaks the truth. And anybody that actually will open their eyes and look at the Trojan horse called the media and how they go ahead and they say Islam is, you know, everybody who's a Muslim and all that is, is, uh, you know, they're nice people. They're just like me and you. Yeah, they are. They're people of peace and look at them. They pray five times a day, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. You know what? That's maybe for a couple people, you know? Nobody can explain to me why all the terrorist attacks are Muslims that do it, if that's the case. And where are the Muslims, the moderate Muslims, and the peaceful ones decrying those who are doing it in their name? They're not. You know why? Because under their Quran and their religious doctrine, those people who are sold out wholeheartedly to Islam will actually go and kill those people who are followers of Islam, who don't practice. So to to make it real simple, it's like you have real Christians, born-again believers, who really know the Lord, who follow God, who have a spirit of Holy Spirit conviction, who walk in his word, who do their best, who are convicted, who live their life as a Christian. you got real Christians, and then you got churchgoers who pretend to be Christians and, and occasionally pick the Bible up, and they'll quote scripture out of context in order to make themselves look holy. Right? And so when the persecution comes, who will stand in there? It's not going to be the fake Christian. They're going to fold like a deck of cards, right? So it's the same thing with Islam. You've got the radically saved Islamic converts to the devil. And those people will kill the other people who say that they're followers of Allah, but they don't do anything. They're not willing to blow themselves up for it. And that's the truth. You know what? I mean, that is the truth. Nobody, you know, nobody on the left wants to talk about it, which is why alternative media is such a threat because people on the right, you know, who look at the research and look at, the, look at everything that takes place, they go, uh-huh, yeah, that, that's right. 1,400 years plus, you know, the Crusades. You know, I, I've heard people say, well, those Christians you guys are killers. You remember the Crusades from so long ago? And I'm like, yeah, actually I do. It was a a Christian defense to the Muslims who were attacking them and and killing them. What, they have no right to to protect and defend themselves? I mean, really? Because, you know, as far as I know, God gave me the right to protect myself as much as possible. And then you carry this over to the big lie, and this is a big lie, and you can write this down, big fat lie, one of the biggest fattest lies of the media culture today, and actually it's in the church today, is that we have to all coexist, and we need to be unified, now let me make a clarification, yes, Jesus, Jesus prayed that we should be unified, right, he wants us to be unified, not with the world though. And that's the difference. I, you know, we can, quote, coexist. We can all live on the same planet. But, you know, I'm not going to bow to somebody who believes that abortion is good. That's just not going to happen. And I'm not going to say gay is good. Nope. Earlier today, in fact, I just kind of, it made me humor. It made me laugh. I had a guy call me from a a liberal paper in Northern California uh, who sounded gay. And I wrote, I wrote that on my, my Facebook, you know. And, I, and I'm going to be honest. I thought, should I write this? Should I write that this guy sounded gay? Because that might actually offend some people. And I thought, you know what? Who gives a crap? I'm going to write that because he did. He sounded gay. And we all know what that sounds right, people we all do, right? We do know what gay sounds like because it's very obvious. The gay people make it very obvious. It's been stereotyped in TV. There's been comedy made after it. Everybody makes fun of it, especially the gay people. So, why get offended when somebody says that? I mean, it's like, duh. Hello. You know? It's 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 hypocritical to get mad at something that they purport as who they are. You know, and so that's that's where the title of my show came from. I was like, "Wow, if I'm so offensive because I state an obvious truth, dang! No wonder, no wonder everybody hated Jesus, man, because he didn't back down. He called people who are hypocrites whitewashed tombs. Yeah, that, those are fighting words. Just saying. All right, hey Melanie and Diane. Nice to see you. It's 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 like. I just, I just think, what will it take, right? And the people who in the media who are speaking out on behalf of the conservatives, you know, of course the media is vilifying them. Yeah, they're so evil. Anyway, this gay-sounding guy that called me—I did some research on him afterwards. I looked his name up because he gave it to me, and sure enough, the he—he's written all these hit pieces against the candidate he was calling me about and I'm like really because you know my first thought was was okay this is highly unusual first of all that I get a call about a candidate that I helped out 11 years ago so clearly they're digging through stuff to get dirt on the candidate right I recorded the call and I'm going to watch what he writes and if it turns out he takes something out of that call I'll I'll call him up and say hey just so you know, I have an audio recording. I'm going to publicize it over on my show and my blog, and I'll tag you and I'll alert the conservative media and let you know what you did, you know, just so you know, because that's how they work. You know, the Bible says we need to be wise as serpents and innocent as doves, and it's it irritates me that so many people are so naive to these tactics. The devil is smart. He's been around since before we have and most you know i mean since before humans existed the devil's been around he's not stupid and his people are inspired by him so they're not stupid um so we 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 have to be we have to be smart you know we do we just have to be smarter about it especially when it comes to media issues cuz the media our free speech is under attack in fact i was over on infowars website earlier <clears throat> Alex Jones actually has a a headline titled, 17 years after 9-11, conservatives are silenced, books are banned, and people are drinking children's blood. True story. Okay? So, first of all, the, the big media, social media corporations have silenced Alex Jones. They've done everything that they can to ban him. Right? They have banned him on Twitter, Apple platform, Facebook, wherever else. Amazon is banning books that they don't like because they purport a worldview not consistent with their socialist Marxist worldview, which is true. Instead of banning books like by NAMBLA, the North American man by love man, boy love association and pedophiles like that, they'll just go ahead and ban something they don't like politically. They're doing that. And yes, young blood could be in fact, uh, the secret to long-lasting health study, as people are now drinking children's blood, and I'm gonna have Bearface put up the article that I gave him. This is over on the Sun, and I know there's other articles tied to this, but I like the graphic with this one. I thought it was really kind of cool the way that they made it. Caught my eye.
1: Um, for what it's worth, I finally got Periscope to work. So. Oh, you did. So here we are in the middle of the show, broadcasting on Periscope. But
0: oh, that's cool. I don't... It,
1: it got to take by.
0: Well, that's okay. Deleting
1: the destination and oh, recreating it and et cetera. So
0: finally, it's a miracle. Okay, well so now I now I can see if anybody's over there. I think everybody is over on Facebook.
1: Well, because what we have Be on
0: Facebook. Just like give love to Facebook. Hi John over on Periscope though. <laughs> uh just share that out, John. And but anyway, so the um, so listen to this article though. Okay. Listen to this. Cause here's the thing, and this might sound nuts to some people, but it doesn't to me. If, well, are you're not on my text message list, are you? I don't know. Can you get on my text message list? Cause you're in Canada. I'm not sure if you can or not, but yeah, I texted my list just so you know. Um, anyway, so I, um, uh, uh, so I happen to believe that there are people behind the scenes, who are the illuminati, the puppet masters who rule the world, okay? I know that sounds nuts, but I believe it, okay? Just so you know. And um uh well, this yeah, this is one of the benefits, John, just so you know, cuz I sent out the list. I was like, we're we're going to be late. But anyway. Um anyway, here's the thing. I I believe this, okay? I call me nuts, if you'd like, I've been called worse. But I really do believe that there are these these people that do that, and I do believe that um, the, the money bankers behind the scenes, The pe- there's certain people that control the oil of the world um, and all that, and if you ever want to read a really good book, I mean, a really good book, it's called Jekyll, um, what's it called?
1: Creature from Jekyll the, Island. Yeah, The
0: Creature from Jekyll Island. Great book. I forgot who it's by, though. Who's it by? Do you remember?
1: No, I don't remember.
0: I'll Google it. Um, but yeah, this is a great book. In fact, I'm going to go to Amazon. Let's see if they banned it just just, just for fun. Uh, Creature from Jekyll Island. Uh, oh, there it is. came up. Yeah, listen to this. The Creature from Jekyll Island is uh, by G. Edward Griffin. That's right. Listen to this book description. And you can listen to this book. It's super good. So So the description is where does money come from? Where does it go? Who makes it? The money magician's secrets are unveiled. We get a close look at their mirrors and smoke machines, their pulleys, cogs, and wheels that create the grand illusion called money. A dry and boring subject? Just wait. You'll be hooked in five minutes. Reads like a detective story, which it really is, but it's all true. This book is about the most blatant scam of all history. It's all here. The cause of wars, boom-bust cycles, inflation, depression, prosperity... Creature from Jekyll Island is a must read. Your world view will definitely change. You'll never trust a politician again or a banker. And this, I'm telling you, this is a great book. I mean, it's been put out numerous times. If you have never read it, honestly, you should get it and read it. I might start sending it to people as a gift because it's one, it's, first of all, it's a, it's a huge book, but it's, it actually lays out how the Federal Reserve came into play which and is
1: neither federal nor a reserve
0: right, and it and it's it's um it's crazy, it's crazy, so so there are there's the bilderbergers, there's all that stuff, all these people do exist, you know, and all that, and it comes back to you know the idea that if you look at bible prophecy, we know from scripture that there has to be a one world government at some point, we know this this the Bible's true. And that's in the Bible, and so we know from Scripture that there will be a one-world government. Well, how is that going to take place? By putting the world under the spell of the Antichrist, right? And so we see, I mean, if you're spiritually born again and you're in tune with this stuff, it is so easy to see this being laid. I mean, all the pieces are falling into place. Totally, It's totally cool to look at, actually. And you know what? I'm going to tell tell you to say something. I've only been doing live streaming for three years, but I've been doing, pot, you know, I've been, been been a broadcaster almost 15. And when I first started doing this, I had, I was like, nope. I mean, I was so naive, <laughs> naive. I was completely naive. I didn't think, I didn't, I I thought some of these people like Derek and Sharon Gilbert were nuts. I thought that they were crazy when they wrote books and they they started saying stuff to me and I was looking at them like, you guys are out of your mind, you know? And then it was probably, I would say, 10, 11, maybe 12, 13 years ago. That had to be, it had to be probably maybe 11 years ago, give or take. All of a sudden, something happened where I was like, oh my gosh, this is completely this makes complete sense. And it was like this veil was lifted off my eye. True story. And it started with the whole alien invasion thing. Because if you think about it, and I know I feel like I'm going all over the map, but I'm making a point. If you think about it, if I believe the doctrine of scripture about the, about the rapture, then how are all the Christians in the world going to be taken out? And how will the world explain that to those who are left behind? well it stands to reason that they will they will ex- they will explain it by talking about aliens right they'll say well there's been some alien thing well aliens ufo's cattle mutilations all these weird things that are going on they actually exist all you have to do is look at the look at the research but here's the thing and this is why the church has such a problem in my opinion it's because it's all tied to satan And nobody likes to believe in the devil, right? Nobody likes to believe in the power of witchcraft. Nobody likes to believe in all the dark magic and all that, except for those people who have been in it and they've been on the dark side and they've been delivered and they're trying to tell people about it. I think the church has by and large been, you know, mesmerized and under the spell of witchcraft, really, I mean, if you think about it. And that sounds nuts to people in modern day Christian church in America anyway. But then when you look at the layers and you look at all these different pieces and you're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. But, and Randall can tell you, it's like, I, uh, I had this awakening and when I went to Derek and Sharon, I was telling them, I was like, and they're like, welcome to our team. (laughs) Now you're part of the resistance, you know? Like, I mean, cause I'm not a dumb person. I, you know, I'm highly educated in the, in the world, you know, and, and, you know, and I think through stuff and I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to believe this either. It doesn't make it, no, yeah, well, okay. That kind of does make sense. You let the enemy build your case. And if you're, if you can see it, you're like, okay, there you go. What do you think, Randall? Cause you went through, I don't know if you went through the same type of awakening as I did, but it, it was one of these things where. You know, it was easy for me to believe the actual Bible, but then to believe the dark side of the supernatural, as L.A. Marzulli calls it, is quite the opposite.
1: I don't think there was a moment that I can point to that was like, you know, great awakening. That <laughs> seeing things there, just just a <clears throat> just a progressive understanding of of how things are. I mean, I've always been skeptical of of absolute power in a worldly sense. Not skeptical of absolute power in a universal sense, <laughs> i.e., the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, uh, the God who created heaven and earth. I mean that that stands to reason. Um, Won't we'll go through a cosmological argument right now, but uh, yeah, but yeah, w- corruption. I mean that's that's plain to see for you know non-believers. I mean it's pretty well known. The world over, especially some and that live in other countries, where pretty much that's par for the course. You know, the their governments are corrupt through and through. Uh, whereas here, the corruption is is not always, you know, in 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 the spotlight. But um, yeah, it's just. Um, sort of a uh, progressive things, things get revealed and it's like you find out about this, you ask questions, why is that? And then and then of course the the supernatural explanation of it all, you know, to to empower it all and keep it going, um, you know, even makes more sense. I mean the fact that he, human beings apart from anything supernatural are are selfish <laughs> and you know left to their own devices and encouraged to their own devices will be you know more selfish and greedy and wicked and and uh to the you know detriment and harm of others i mean that's pretty easy to see but then how it happens on such a a large scale uh the supernatural influence the dark side of the supernatural um certainly makes it gives it more uh just uh just just makes more sense and the way that it's coordinated uh because normally a bunch of selfish people you know will just be selfish to themselves and you know end up with a complete anarchy rather than a um than a cohesive uh, orchestrated work of of selfishness and greed and evil but you know, when when they have a common when they have a common leader.
0: Yeah, well, well, and you know, it's interesting because the part of the reason I brought this up is because of this article about about. Okay, so I believe in the Illuminati, all this, mm. and I believe that they do satanic rituals. Okay, I do. I think they do this stuff. It's been documented. Okay. So this uh, this article that Alex Jones linked to, it's titled Young Blood Could Be the Secret to Long-Lasting Health. Drinking young people's blood could help you live longer and prevent age-related diseases, a study has found. That's the first paragraph, okay? Let me read it again. I didn't make this up. Drinking young people's blood could help you live longer and prevent age-related diseases, a study has found. Well, I can tell you that those Illuminati-type dudes, their goal is to try to live forever, right? This is why we have transhumanism and other stuff that they're all doing. But let's read the rest of this. It says here, Blood factors taken from younger animals have been found to improve the later life health of older creatures. The study published in Nature was conducted by researchers from University College London who said it could reduce the chances of developing age-related disorders, which kind of makes sense if you think about it. Geneticist Dom, or Dame Linda Partridge, said these included cancer and heart disease. She told the Times, I would say aging is the emperor of all diseases. A lot of people regard aging as natural and that, therefore, you shouldn't interfere with nature. But we've always considered it an ethical imperative to cure illness where we find it. So aging, according to them, is illness. It's the proof of time. The research is part of a wave of studies and trials backed by PayPal co-founder Peter Thiel at a San Francisco startup called Ambrosia. Separate trials by Ambrosia involves 70 participants, all 35 or older, so I guess 35, you're over the hill. <laughs> After being given plasma, the main component of blood, from volunteers ages 16 to 25, researchers noted improvements in biomarkers for various diseases. Ambrosia currently offers teenage blood plasma to customers at a cost of $8,000 for two and a half liters. The UCL trials showed older mice did not develop age-related diseases after being given young blood. The mice also maintained sharp cognitive function. The opposite was true for younger mice injected with old blood. The study did not. Uh, the study did not. Research research in animals is needed to establish the long-term consequences and possible side effects. Well, it makes sense actually. At least I think it does. It makes total sense if you think about it cuz the Bible says the life is in the blood. And so, you know, but without the shedding of blood, there can, you know, there is no forgiveness of sins. So, you know, we have this, but it is it is really interesting that they're figuring this out. But I don't know about you, but I'm not going to have a blood drink just for fun. I don't know, bareface, what do you think?
1: I mean, <laughs> It's actually the drinking it?
0: That's what it said. That's the first paragraph. That drinking
1: is it said, a young study has found. So I mean a giving plasma, um after being given plasma. Well but like it it says, say
0: drink it says drinking young, young people's I, blood could help you live longer and prevent age related diseases.
1: I know it says that. <sighs> but uh Well I just but, read what it said. I know but later like, says that after being given plasma. The main component of blood. Well,
0: I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe we have to dig deeper into the research and it, see.
1: But, you know, it depends on, you know, if you're Jehovah's Witness, you, you know, a, a, an Orthodox, you know, or a strong Jehovah's Witness, you won't take a blood transfusion. Because they look at that as the same as eating blood. Yeah. And God says, you know, you know, she'll not eat the blood. You should not eat blood, you know, because life is in the blood. And...
0: Yeah, but there's all these articles like like drinking young blood is the secret to enduring health, study raises. Bizarre study claims drinking young blood may be the secret to longer life. Young blood could be the secret to lasting to long lasting health. Young blood could be the solution to help elderly live young live live longer. Is young blood the secret to eternal youth? In seeking longer lives, why some want blood of the young? Young blood could be the secret to long-lasting health. Study finds blood from young people may be a secret to fighting aging mm. and more. I mean, this is the headline. I didn't That's, make this stuff up. I
1: know it's it's disturbing.
0: It is disturbing, but it makes sense.
1: Well, well, sure, it makes sense. And the but... overall
0: scheme of the you know evil worldview that we're trying to expose.
1: I mean, it's not surprising. We've already got, uh, you know, for a long time, fetal tissue has been used for its stem cells. Right. You know, even, even embryos destroyed for those stem cells as a hope for, you know, cure. You know, ultimately when it comes down to whether you're the Human 2.0, you know, Project 2045 or whatever, no, it's, it's all about looking for eternal life apart from the only place where the only source that it exists. Right. God has already given eternal life, and this life is in his son. You have the son, you have life. You don't have the son, you don't have life. So, But people are trying to get eternal life in some other way.
0: Yep. So there you have it. So also Twitter... Uh, is celebrating, apparently, according here, Twitter SJWS celebrate 9-11 terror attacks, saying America deserved it, but people killed had nothing to do with military-industrial complex or the U.S. foreign policy. So it says here, while most of America mourned and remembered the nearly 3,000 victims of the September 11th terror attacks, leftists on Twitter were busy celebrating the tragedy. So there's a shocker. All right, Alan says, what did he say? The science is sound, no doubt, but I'm not sure giving precious blood as a supplement is a good use of the resource. Oh, right. Is it Adele? Adele? Adele. And Stephen is preparing for a hurricane. Yeah, I hear about that, the the hurricane. Here is going to be a massive hurricane that it's also very close to some uh, nuclear power plants. As well, so people need to be praying about that, praying praying for the protection of that. There's a lot going on. So, there you have it. All right, well, before we forget, because it's time, our time is running out. Boy, this show's gone by so fast. Okay, I know we started late, but it's still going by fast. Okay, don't forget, you can go over to BibleNewsRadio.com. You can get The Rapture of the Church for free. Just sign up there at the top. It'll pop up if you want to get that Bible study. It's a free Bible study from our sponsor, Ariel Ministries. Just uh, fill in the email there and get it. It's really super good, by the way. You should get it. I think it's like 23 pages. Uh, Israel Betrayed um, is the book that we are recommending this week. From Ariel Ministries. It's about uh, replacement uh, theology. Hi, Teresa. Um, and you guys can get that. You can get that also uh, through the website. Just click click on it. Volume 1, The History of Replacement Theology. This is really an important issue because if you don't understand Israel or the role of Israel, then you're not going to understand Bible prophecy. You're just not because Israel is, is very key to Bible prophecy. Uh, also, I want to thank all my pillars of the community, those of you who donate to us every month. Thank you again for your donations. You can keep doing that over at BibleNewsRadio.com. If you like anything that we do or say, please donate. There is a resistance, but donate to us. <laughs> and we are planning on going to Oklahoma in next month for the Bible Prophecy Conference from Prophecy Watchers. Um, And we're still we're 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 about halfway there to where about our fourteen hundred dollar goal that we've had donated. So if you can contribute to that, that would help ease the burden for us uh, because we're going there to work for you to keep giving you some great stuff. We're going to be interviewing as many speakers there as possible um, and bringing those back and sharing them with you. So if you want to help us with that, um, we are just so you know we are bare boning it. We are we are going. We are we are gonna go there as cheap as we can. I wish we could fly and get there way sooner than a 12-hour drive, but uh, it, it's just not it's just not possible to do that. So
1: it's I wouldn't say it's not possible. It's
0: not prudent. It's not prudent to, it's to just, do it. it's, it's just too do you, expensive. Do you, I mean, it'd
1: be like $1,400 in air travel alone. So. Yeah,
0: it's it's crazy. So um, also, I want to tell you guys. Um, for those of you who uh, are my Legal Shield family members and associates, um, first of all, thank you. I want to thank you for that. Uh, I am really happy to share that today, after many hours <laughs> of of time, I actually finished the training for the small business uh, supplement uh, for the the small business training. Uh, so now I have a really good understanding of this of Legal Shield small business plans. So, if you happen to be somebody in our audience who happens to have a small business, whether it's with somebody with you just yourself or 10 people and under or even, you know, 10 people and over or over 50 and you're interested in learning how Legal Shield can actually help make you money and save you money and your employees money and everything then please get in touch with me because seriously the more i mean i'm a legal shield addict at this point I'm <laughs> i i just have to i have to i have to say that if you understood the power of legal shield and identity theft protection then you would just be all over this because this product is awesome and especially in our culture today everybody needs it for sure let, let me ask you this and just throw this out. How many of you have ever lost your wallet or gotten it stolen? Okay, you don't have to answer out loud, but just it's just a question. How many of you have ever left your wallet or your purse in the car and you went somewhere? How many of you have ever, you know, had a piece of your mail, you know, fall open and, and your private info is, was exposed? Or how many of you have, you know, been in a car accident and you know, needed help when you were, you know, in that situation, but you didn't know you could get it. How many of you know that seventy percent of people that die do not have a will. And that problem is rectified with legal shield for twenty five bucks a month. That's it. True story. And so much more. There are people, seventy percent of people who die, don't leave a will. They don't have a will. And the will isn't for you. It's for your loved one. Your will is said to be your last love letter to your family. You know? Um, And I have to tell you, you need a will. You need a will. In the event that you die suddenly, if you have children, a wife, or you're single, you have animals, you have assets of any type, you need a will because... And a lot of states, if you don't have a will, it's a mess, you know. And, you you know, you don't want to put that stress on your family or whoever's left behind. You just don't. Um, and so you guys need to get a will done. Um, and I'm going to be, I'm going to tell you this over and over again until you get sick of hearing it. Um, you, you need to get a will done. And you need to get identity theft protection. Because if any of the things I just mentioned have ever happened to you, and there's so much more I could say, you guys need it. You need to be protected. You need to be wise and get yourself protected. It's not expensive. And actually for businesses, um, you know, there's this, this idea, and I'll throw this out. And it's not even just for businesses. As individuals, it will cost you more in the end to not be protected. And this is what I mean. Let's just say, for sake of argument, that your something gets stolen out of your car, and your wallet's there, and your wallet is stolen, okay? First of all, you have two crimes that were just committed. Somebody broke into your car, so you got to deal with your car now and get that fixed. And then somebody stole all your, your info in your wallet, which most of you probably don't have everything in your wallet photocopied ahead of time, but just a tip, you might want to do that. Or if you're like me, I carry minimal stuff with me. (laughs) I carry my license usually and maybe cash or one debit card. That's usually all I carry because I know people (laughs) and I hate carrying a lot of identifying info on me. But here's the thing. If that happens and you are not protected, just to get your identity resolved on your own without a service like this will cost you time away from your job. It will cost you a lot of loss of sleep and a headache because you won't know where to go to get it all taken care of. And it's just it's just going to cost you a lot more than it would $9.95 a month to get your identity protected with, with ID Shield. So I don't know why you wouldn't want to do it because just that alone. And then people will go, well, it, but I don't need it. Yes, you do. You do need it. And I would not be loving if I didn't tell you that. You need it. Just like when we moved into our house, we had to have house insurance, right? Because in the event my house burns down or something, I'm going to be super glad that I've been paying my house insurance all these times because it's going to give me money to replace my house. I hope my house doesn't burn down. And every year when my house doesn't burn down, I'm super happy. Yes, I am. I'm really glad, you know, because it would cost me more If that happened, then it does to pay whatever premium it is. Same way with car insurance, same way with health insurance. So just be smart, okay? Be smart. Get yourself protected. Get yourself protected with Identity Shield. Get yourself protected with Legal Shield because they go hand in hand. And Legal Shield covers way more than just your will and all that. It covers way more. It will help you with traffic tickets, a whole bunch of other stuff which I don't want to go into because I could talk about it for hours, just so you know. But all that to say, if you're not covered yet, contact me. If you need to make some extra money, and guess what? Christmas is right around the corner, and so is my birthday, by the way. If you need to make some extra money, then then you can definitely sign up for Legal Shield and become an associate, and if you put the work in, you put the effort in, and you start telling people how great this is, you will sell it and make some money. Um, and that's the truth. That is the truth. But you got to do the work. It's not just going to land in your pocket. Go, oh, there's an open pocket. <laughs> if life was only that simple. Uh, no. So if you are interested in making some money um, with Legal Shield and becoming an associate, I also want to talk to you because the opportunity is awesome. And only in America. I mean, it's also available in Canada. But only in a... But only... I mean, this is... It's, it's, it's awesome. It just is. So if you haven't signed up yet, get in touch with me. If you're listening to the podcast, you can go bit.ly forward slash all caps protect me. And you can actually sign up for it there. Or if you want more help with it, just contact me directly through any of my social media, com. You can text me. Uh, by the way, you can also text me on my uh, text message list, which is th- uh, Text Bible News uh, 33222 and join that list. And trust me, that's the best place to get me. That's the easiest place to get in hold of me is through my text message list. Once you text to me and you get that message saying that you're on my list, you can text that number right back and, and start talking to me. So, And that's completely free to you. Um, it's a paid service I use, but it's worth it because... Um, because I know nobody's spiking it, nobody's hiding it, you see it, and it's all awesome. So, um, so there you have it. Um, tomorrow, we are going to, as far as I, I think, we're going to pick up in our study, in After the Ball, this book here. We're going to talk about the marketing of homosexuality to America, part six. Um, and we're going to go continue to go through some of those eight tactics um, that we've been going on. So that's going to be tomorrow. Just so you know, Friday, we will not be doing our normal Bible news radio show. So, uh, because Randall and I are going to be in Nashville and we're going to be speaking at Dr. Akina Finch's um, Social Power Summit. Uh, actually, Randall's not. He's not speaking. He's actually going to be doing all the video. Me, I'm going to be on a promotions panel. I'll be there uh, for the whole day. And, um, you know, and all that, talking to people and stuff. So if you are in the Nashville area and you don't have anything to do on Friday or Saturday, you want to meet me, I will be there, so will Randall. Um, and you can go to socialpowersummit.com. Tickets are actually very affordable. The one-day ticket is, I think, $99. Um, but you will learn a ton about social media and you'll get to network with some very awesome people. So that that is what we're going to be doing on Friday. But I will, I think what I'm going to do is, I think I'll probably have an opportunity to do a little one-on-one, little on-spot interviews with some of the people there. Uh, And so you'll, you know, we'll probably still be on throughout the day. Uh, We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But if you're on my text message list, you'll know because I'll be texting you to let you know what's going on. So do you have anything to add? Me? Yeah, you.
1: Uh, No, I don't have anything to add. Mm. But thanks for asking.
0: (laughs) Good. All right, well, hey, everybody, I know today is an emotional day for a lot of us. Um, This, honestly, I think is the first year I didn't do a whole special on September 11th. Um, I just didn't feel the need to do it today. Um, But, you know, I am remembering what happened. Um, And, you know, it's funny, I have some friends who had little, little kids when this took place, and now they're adults. Um, And the world... um, You know, the world has never been the same, and especially America, uh, where they are continuing to try to take over. And don't, don't be naive and think they're not. They are. There are more Muslims right now who have run for political office in America than ever in the history of our country. And their goal is to change the law, to put us all under Sharia law, to dominate America, to wipe out our free speech, and to institute their worldview in America. And unless the church decides to wake up and pay attention to what's really going on and to see it for what it is, I can't say there's a ton of hope for America. The way that uh, the media hates Donald Trump, uh, that's just a little bit of the indicator of how it will hate you, uh, given some of this stuff, if, if it should come to pass. Good news, though, is that if you're in Christ and he's in you, he has overcome the world. And so I charge you, therefore, to go, therefore, out into the world and to share the gospel. Be bold in your faith, stand up for what's true, and don't back down and don't bow to the politically correct crap that's out there telling you that you don't have a right to express your opinion, your worldview, or how you speak and how you say it. You know what? Don't let other Christians bully you into saying, you know, things a different way. If you don't feel comfortable doing that, be yourself, be respectful, be respectful. But if people are going to get offended, they're going to get offended anyway. So they can just learn to build a bridge and get over it. God has you, you, for a reason. He gave you the temperament that you have for a reason because he knows that only you will be, only be able to reach other people. He didn't make me a shy, well, actually he did, but he didn't make me a super diplomat, okay? <laughs> If I was a super diplomat, I'd be so boring to listen to. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) He made me pretty outspoken, you know, with a little bit of spunk. And, uh, you know, and so you just have to deal with that. Um, He made Randall more of a diplomat and more boring in his presentation. Not that he's boring as a person, but, you know, just more. Well, he is kind of boring. No offense, but you know what I mean. So together, you know, we complement each other well. But anyway, Charlie Watts, welcome to your first day on Periscope. You're brave to welcome to get on Periscope. Hope it changes your life. (laughs) Anyway, everybody, hope you have a good rest of your night. Be bold, people. Stand up and go with God because he loves you. And uh, make a difference. Make a good difference. Okay? All right. We'll see you tomorrow.